Welcome to Heroes of Cosplay Sanctuary Podcast. This is Scotty B, your host. I am excited to be back for episode 13, talking about cosplayers as role models. I guess what I'd also like to do here is because I've spent some time talking about Instagram and about batching content, and there have been not necessarily attacks against platforms or against people using platforms, but the information, as far as I can... The information I'm gathering from the community says that a lot of what's coming to them is very high level and not very helpful. But what I'm also seeing is that there are a number of people who possibly are using Instagram and hoping for returns on Instagram, but not necessarily seeing those returns. And the question that I have before I get going and run off down the topic of cosplayers aren't role models, when you're using Instagram, are you using other platforms that are also attached to Instagram? Are you using different types of platforms? Are you figuring out ways to get on LinkedIn? Are you figuring out ways to get on TikTok? Are you figuring out ways to get on Snapchat and Twitch and YouTube? I mean, there's a, there's any number of different places that you can expand to besides Instagram. Vero is one of those. I'm not sponsored, but if you do have a minute go check out Vero. It's a very cosplay-friendly atmosphere and environment. I encourage you to make content there and see what happens. It's a really early day, so a lot of it is manual as far as like getting reach out and using hashtags and finding your audience and having your audience find you. But it's a great place. It's a very safe space for cosplayers, and it's a good cosplay environment. It's also a great environment for artists and for musicians and really just creatives in general. So if you're a creative and you're looking for a new space that isn't TikTok, isn't Instagram, because we're all getting sick of the algorithm, and we're getting sick of algorithms in general, then head on over to Vero, because even though this isn't really a pitch or a paid pitch, they do have a pretty good platform over there. And it's a nice alternative, and it's just, I guess, a more relaxed space. You can choose who you send content out to. There's lots of different layers and levels, so it's not just with stories, where it's stories you have... You can send people, or you can send content to your close friends, or you can send content to everyone. There's more filters than that. So you can kind of separate who you send what to. So that's kind of neat. The other part of that is it's free distribution. Free distribution. Looking at that, understanding that you're not paying anything for all this marketing. So you get on this platform. The platform isn't yours. It's not a platform that you invented. It's not one that you pay for. You sign up, you have an email account. Well, maybe you do pay for it because you have a business account. But for the most part, you don't have to go the route of paid advertising. Although it is getting more and more to that stage of the game, especially with Instagram and Facebook, where they really want you to pay for ads versus all of the free organic reach that you get with either platform for all of the people that they have on each of them, which is just crazy. It's a crazy amount of people. It's billions of people. And because of that, it's getting a little bit more crowded and it's getting a lot harder to find everything there. So that's my rant. Let's get back to where we were before we started talking about free distribution, because really um, this isn't even free distribution. Podcasts, you have to pay to get all of this stuff uploaded and on and where people can see it. And even that, the reach and the uh, the people who come and see it, it's really not that big of a reach. It's, it's certainly not as great as the kind of distribution that you get on an Instagram platform. So the idea here is to 
build this as a tool for you to use to help you with your cosplay, with your marketing questions, with things that affect this industry. And there's a lot of different things. I mean, there's a ton of stuff out there that nobody talks about in cosplay. And I am absolutely fascinated by it. I'm fascinated by the people inside of cosplay about their experiences, their stories, how they got involved with it, what else they do besides it, how they've built it, developed it, grown it, and how they interact with people online and in real life and where they go and the cons that they like, what they like at cons, what they don't. It's just wildly interesting to me um, and most of these people, all of these people, everybody that I've met so far has been really interesting to talk to. And again, I hope that uh, we can do a lot more with the podcast. So if you want my little speech on what aren't you doing, do you have a podcast? Do you go on to the big platforms that are out there for you to get that free organic reach, to get that distribution for whatever it is that you sell, for whatever it is that you serve, for whatever it is that you want to get in front of people? And it's not easy. Like this is time consuming stuff. Like this is every weekend of your life. This is coming home every day from work because you probably have another job. And even if you don't, it's a lot of work to get all of this stuff distributed. And you'd look at me and you'd say, well, you're not exactly out there in front of everybody, are you, Scotty B? Well, no, that's very true. I just got started a couple of months ago. And I know that this is a very patient, long process of both me improving and you accepting and knowing and liking and trusting the content that's coming to you for free and being distributed. So there's a lot that goes into this and I hope that I can improve. I hope that I can help you improve. I hope that we all get better together with cosplay, which is why I need to talk about how we're not all role models. When you become a superhero, which is what we all become when we get into cosplay, right? We become a character that exists where they are being distributed so that's the tie-in you watch i mean and a really good example of this is like he-man how the toy company actually created the cartoon to circulate the toy not the other way around you're a superhero or you're a character you're being characterized you're picking something very mainstream so you're creating a persona or character for that particular con or for that particular post uh, and that becomes your form of theater, and it really is. It's it's dramatics, it's acting, it's creative, it's art to some degree, all of those things. But is it really you being a role model? Is that you know? Is every person who creates a comic book a role model? Is every person who draws or writes or is creative in some way actually a role model? And that's a really tough question to answer. Because really, for a lot of us, we're just going out there because we want to enjoy the fandom. We want to possibly monetize the efforts that we make, sell the costumes, sell the photos, sell the brand that we've developed in that space where people appreciate what we do. For a lot of it, it's just having fun. It's a fun thing to do. It's, it's for some people, a dream job because they don't have to go and sit in that cubicle for eight or nine hours a day and be pounded to death with numbers and deadlines. It's a different kind of stress that you accept when you go into this field or when you go into this industry as a cosplayer. But the main part is, this might be something you do on the side and it was never intended to be something that you wanted people to look up to you for. 
that can be what ends up happening. This is about storytelling. This is about what you represent when you dress up. This is about the community that you serve. But the, the, real, the, the real discussion here is whether or not you choose to accept becoming a role model or whether being a role model is something that the industry or something that your following determines. So why are they following you? Who's following you? Uh, and when you go to cons, who's approaching you? So are there a lot of kids that want pictures with you? Or are you doing a lot? Of, are you reaching out to the community? And are you going to spaces where you can show up that way? Some people do and some people don't. Consequences being that you will have to show up for press, that you will have to be recognized inside of your community for doing and volunteering for certain events, events that are not conventions, and you're showing up for children, whether it's for a fundraiser or whether it's for a hospital or whatever the case may be. The kid sees you, you know, they see that character on the big screen, and the closer you look to that character, the more you're going to be that person. They're going to think there's no real difference. It's like when somebody puts on a Santa Claus outfit. You're Santa Claus. You're going to sit in the chair. Your kids are going to be sitting on top of you, and they're going to be telling you what they want most. That's interesting, too, because is there really a Doctor Strange? Is there really a Wolverine? Is there really a Superman? Not really, but we put on the costume. We have him on the big screen. The concept exists. The idea is alive. So if the idea exists, that icon becomes what people rally around, and that becomes you become the role model, or at least the model of that archetype. And one thing that comes up, especially when you talk about role pl or role playing, when you talk about role modeling, is what other people think of you, the judgment. And we've talked a little bit about that. It's not really about how they're judging you or that things are getting judgy, but it's also the ability to put yourself in their shoes and develop empathy with the community and what they're feeling. Not only what they, the people who aren't dressing up in cosplay, are feeling, but the people who are what they're feeling, what they're dealing with, how uncomfortable they might be, or how much it's just really warm inside of a suit, or how it's just really, like, even just putting on a bunch of makeup can really make you feel bad, or that you can't eat what you want, because there's no way, there's nowhere to stop, there's nothing, you know, or you have to, like, try and get out of your suit to go to the bathroom, you know, there's just all this stuff that might be running through your mind, the last thing on your mind, what little Jimmy, or what little Susie, thinks of your opinion about the convention or your opinion about something else like what uh you know that there's an actual human being in, inside of there who has a job or has to you know get to an airport after this that there's just a lot of things that people don't consider you put yourself in that position so for a lot of it it's dropping that and remembering that people really don't think about all that stuff especially with performance which this is you're performing at a level that really hasn't been done. I mean, I've seen this before, especially once upon a time when we all used to play all of these fun games like Vampire Masquerade and Werewolf and Dungeons and Dragons. We used to do this thing called live action role play. And that was just using your environment and pretending to be something and then playing a game either. It's too bad that Stranger Things didn't really get into that too much. Like, they never LARPed. I guess that wasn't as much of a thing in the 80s as it was in the 90s. Maybe drop me a comment and let me know what you think about that, because I'm not sure. I didn't really... It was already the 90s by the time I got into any of that, so 
the the longer ago perhaps it was just in basements with dice but i think as as it developed and as conventions became more prominent i mean i used to i remember people role playing at conventions they would sit there and they would they would play out their game on the convention floor or in the hallways like they would actually just be interacting with each other but gaming while they were interacting which i don't see too much anymore i haven't gone to a convention and actually seen the uh, dungeons and dragons game playing itself out in front of me which i used to uh, people would dress up for that and they'd actually be playing the game while they were dressed up which i don't see too much of cosplay has really taken the place of that that whole aspect of it doesn't seem to exist the way that it used to the biggest point that i want to make here with this cast this week is that cosplayers can be what they want so if you're not a role model my opinion you don't have to be one and there's nothing in the rule book of cosplaying that says that just because you do it that's the number one priority for you is your fan base and who pays attention to you and what they think of you and that you have to show up a certain way or that there is a certain way to show up as a character and that is the only way to do it and there isn't anything creative about that because now it just becomes you being a role model for other people you put on the suit and you put your hands on your hips and you puff up your chest because that's what the character would do but is that what you would do as the character what's important is that you're still having fun and you're still connecting with that fandom that you're still connecting with the thing that makes you happy the thing that brings you joy the thing that you decided that you wanted to do you're going to spend your free time and your money putting all this stuff together not so that people can knock it down not so that they can have an opinion about it not so that you go out there and have to be one way about it and the industry really will take what it's given so they don't they don't necessarily care because you show up to these conventions the convention organizers have rules and regulations sure but do the fandoms that you represent pay any attention do they reward anything and i'm not so sure sometimes i think they do but sometimes i think they're getting wrapped up in their own issues i think we've seen that kind of play itself out with spider-man recently and we've seen it in other instances we saw that with the snyder cut and how that never got released and that whole kind of train wreck of a dc movie and honestly a train wreck of the entire warner brothers version of all of this stuff as it's gone along especially compared to marvel and how seamless and integrated all of those movies have been uh you know that really avengers endgame was just to me um them just showing you exactly how seamless and integrated just to how they weaved the story and came full circle and it was so detailed and worked out so well and you can't do that with dc right now like there's no way to work any of this out unless you just like push the reset button and start all over again there's really you know they keep making sequels they keep making more movies and where are cosplayers in all of this you know like the, we'll go right back to where we were the people on the screen are the role models too and how the industry lights them you know that there's all this bickering and arguing and all of these little things that are coming up constantly and where the fans and all of that because we're the ones who pay for the tickets and sometimes the costumes and sometimes all this other stuff so when it gets to just the fundamentals 
of what we're doing and what the industry is taking and what it gets, uh, you know, how much thought is really even being put into this besides the ultimate goal of making money so that they can make more movies, more products and market to us more. So my final point, really, how cosplayers really don't have to be role models, aren't role models unless they want to be. Fandom isn't a contest. And what I've really noticed over the, you know, the last year or so is that cosplay really has become there just seems to be a lot more competitiveness, a lot more this is about likes and follows, this is about how many people recognize me, and less about you going and experiencing something like you haven't before and meeting up with people who also share the same sorts of uh, fandom as you do. So the takeaway should be how you express this. The takeaway should be not the likes, not the follows, not the Instagram problems. If monetizing is your thing, great. We can definitely work on that. And I will definitely give you tips as we go here week by week. And I will definitely be building right alongside of all of you as we go with this podcast and with many projects coming up. That's going to be a really busy four weeks. So until then, I'm Scotty B. Thanks so much for listening. Thank you.